we are Jamika and Meshach Ramnat from the family travel blog, Got the Travel Bug Too. Welcome to our podcast, Trips and Travel Tales, where we discuss travel hacks, tell entertaining and inspiring stories, and provide useful information about places we've traveled to. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to our very first episode of our new podcast called Trips and Travel Tales. Well, most of the stories and entertainment is going to be on Jamaica's expense because she <laughs> seems to get herself in a lot of embarrassing situations. Which is what we're talking about on our very first episode. Because we are new to the podcast world, we should introduce ourselves well, we introduced ourselves like our names, but people were probably like, who are you people? I'm Jamika. I'm married to Meshach. Yeah. And we have a five-year-old son named Tristan, and we all love to travel. And um, so we have a travel blog, a family travel blog called Got the Travel Bug 2, which you can take a look at at gotthetravelbug2.com. Be sure to check out the blog because most of the stuff we're talking about here, we're going to be publishing it on the blog in some, some, some form of article here and there. So be sure to check that out. Yes. And they're probably also wondering what we do for a living. Okay. Well, I guess I'll start. I'm a technician. I work for a local municipality, uh, and that's as far as I'm going to get into that. <laughs> you fix things. I fix stuff. I'm a fixer. <laughs> yes. And for me, um, I'm a senior marketing producer for television for a local TV station. I've been there for going on 12 years as of this year, so... And besides that, I was also working in television before that during um, college, during my schooling. So I've pretty much been in television since forever, it seems like. And um, that's what I do for a living. And then we have Tristan. He just started kindergarten um, in the fall of 2018. So we're like slowly navigating through public schooling and it's a, like a whole new world for us to get into. Yeah, and us as parents, uh, I guess I was very terrified about him going to public school. It was interesting, but Tristan kids, I guess, I got to tell you, they're very resilient. He loves it. He asked to go to school every single day. I know, me growing up as a kid, I never wanted to go to school. Maybe that's why I'm working where I'm working now. <laughs> <laughs> and also... Um, do you want to say where you're from? Okay, you so... you have this, this accent. Yeah, so I, so I have an accent. It's not really that strong, yes, I guess. Yes, it is. Okay, I guess it is. Well, I was born in Trinidad. Um, I did live in South America in a country called Guyana, which is part of the North, the South American continent. So I lived there for a few years, back and forth from Trinidad to Guyana, until I moved to the United States of America. I um, grew up in a military family. My dad was in the military. Hello, Dad! I don't know if he's going to listen to this. Or if he's <laughs> I, like, no, don't tell everybody I was in the military. <laughs> it's supposed to be incognito. Who knows? But, um, so, yeah, we moved around a lot. Uh, lived on military bases. We traveled a lot. My dad did. Tons of traveling, obviously, because he was in the military and he would be gone a lot while my mom and I would 
stay at home for a while. But when he was around, um, we did a lot of road tripping and visiting family and stuff. And I think I got my my love of travel from him or my curiosity over the world from him because he always would come back with stories, like really interesting stories about people he met, food that he got to try. So thanks, Dad. All right, so let's get into the topic about our most embarrassing moments in travel. More so, my most embarrassing moments in travel because it seems like it's always happening to me and nothing ever happens to me, Shaq. Well, it's probably my embarrassing moments, too, because everyone looks at me when she gets into trouble. So I guess it's embarrassing for me also, but it's more on her. And um, ironically, a lot of this somehow takes place around bathrooms. <laughs> I don't know why. It's something about bathrooms. It's always something happening with a bathroom. Like, um, okay, so let's discuss Italy. In Orvieto. I think that was a, that was, oh. yeah, the red button. It Do not push red a light. red button. Do not push that red button in the, <laughs> the bathroom that you have to put coins in. Do not push the red button so, when so you're he, in there. Here's how the system operates, because I, I use the bathroom first prior to her. So you have to pay to use a bathroom. And it's the stall out there. You put your euros in there, and the door opens. You use a bathroom. When you're done washing your hands and doing what you need to do, you push the red button. Now, these bathrooms are self-cleaning bathrooms. What it does, it opens the door, and you come out, and then it closes the door, and there's this wand that goes across and it washes the floor, disinfects everything, and it's ready for the next person to use. Well, Jamaica, somehow, <laughs> after she used the bathroom, she assumed that a red button was to flush the toilet. <laughs> so here she is in the bathroom, push the red button, the door opens up with her not fully dripped, floating. <laughs> and a nice line outside. Uh, and a nice line of people waiting outside to use the bathroom. Well, she's screaming. Everyone's looking at me. I'm trying to block the doorway so no one can see her. Then the door closes automatically like it's supposed to. And then she's screaming on inside because here comes this wand with the disinfectant solution just spraying everything inside the bathroom. Including her. Just spraying everything to disinfect it. And she's in there screaming locked in there because no one can get her out. And you have to wait for the cycle to complete, <laughs> and then you have to put more euros in the in the little collection area for the door to open again so she can come out. That no. was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I got really clean that day. <laughs> so what was the lesson that day? Don't push any red buttons. <laughs> Do not push the red button. Just don't push any red button whatsoever. Read the instructions. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it said what a red button was for. It I can't was, remember. It was right above the toilet. It it would it's tricky because it's right above the toilet, so you automatically assume, okay, to flush, I pushed this red button. <laughs> okay. That's well, that's not the case. Well, here's another lesson. Do not make assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of doors, remember the funicular? Yeah. Yeah, I um, 
that was very entertaining, apparently, for the, the locals who were riding on the funicular. In order to get on, like, it has these automatic doors. And the whole time, I thought that maybe the conductor, because there was, like, a, a conductor up front. I thought that he was controlling the doors, but apparently it's on some kind of timer, I guess. As soon as it got to me, I got wedged in between <laughs> the doors. And everyone started laughing at me, and that hurt. <laughs> so, so yeah, so here we are in the middle with all of the locals, because we don't typically travel in tour groups. Uh, we normally mingle with the locals and just follow a local and see where they're going. Not really stalking them, of course. <laughs> but Follow the crowd. So, yeah, follow the crowd. See what our locals are eating and see what they're doing, stuff like that. Um, so here are the locals just looking at us in panic mode. And I'm there trying to pry a door open <laughs> while she's in between the door screaming. Meanwhile, before this, that's when that bathroom incident happened. So not only that, I had wet pants and wet shoes. <laughs> I mean, it was a disaster. But we still had fun that day. Yes, it was fun. Orvieto is very pretty. Um, it's a, a neat town. I think it might be 35 minutes by train or so from Rome. Um, I might not have that correct, but it definitely wasn't more than an hour's train ride. And so it's a really good day trip if you're able to make it to Rome and take some quick day trips. I, I think everybody should try visiting Orvieto. What's another thing that happened in Italy? Skipping the line at St. Peter's Basilica. How about that? Don't do it. <laughs> do not do not skip the line. It is, uh, we were conned. By a, a con artist. Uh, yes, a con Some artist. guy who said he was from Colorado or something. So his story was that he moved over to Italy and he decided that he was going to be a tour guide. Mm-hmm. Little did we know that he was trying to con us out of some money. So we were trying to get to St. Peter's Basilica in Vatican City. That's after we took a tour of the, the Vatican City. Uh, we're trying to get in there. And he told us if we paid him, he would take us to the front of the line because he's a tour guide and he has access. Now, it was very late in the day and we were trying to get as much done as possible. And we were tired. Yeah, we were really tired. And hungry. So here we are with this guy walking past the crowd to the front of the line. Luckily, we did not pay him first. Uh, I think that was that was his assumption that we would pay him first. Mm-hmm. And well, that's what he was trying to get us to do, but we did not. So we got to the front of the line. And it was a big, angry mob waiting for us. Oh, yeah. People, like, <laughs> cursing at us and, like, oh, no. Like, what did you think you're doing? And we're trying to explain to this angry mob, like, <laughs> we're so sorry, this, this tour guy. And then he, by that point, he ditched Disapp- us. Yeah, he disappeared. He I don't know where he us. went. <laughs> he, he just went ghost. Okay? <laughs> so... Everybody thinks that we were trying to skip the line. We would never, ever, ever in a million years skip a line. It's rude. It's just, it is not our personality. We were conned by this guy. And so he, I don't know where he went. I think we saw him later talking to some other people trying to con them. Correct. He was trying to con another couple. So do not skip the line. It was embarrassing. We had to go to the end of the line, which was way back. I think it was twice the distance from where we were actually standing before we first got conned. I think that might be it for Italy. But then um, there was this one time in Montreal 
Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) It was very windy that day and I wore a dress and I don't know why. St. Joseph's Oratory was sitting up on a hill. Actually, it's stationed on a very tall mountain. High hill. Very high hill. And so we got up there. Of course, you can tour the inside, the grounds, whatever. There's a high point (laughs) in this oratory where you can come outside and get a really good bird's eye view. I mean, it's tall and you can see everything around you well we walked out there and first thing happens a strong wind blows of course <laughs> so so here we are with a lot of tour uh tourists and jamaica's standing there with her dress and she's trying to pull her dress down and tuck <laughs> it between her leg and i don't know what sort of shuffle move she was doing but just keep her dress in there <laughs> i'm looking at her laughing because i thought it was funny <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and of course, everybody else was looking at her. And who was it? It was a guy that came to your rescue. It yes, wasn't he me. Did. Yeah. I, what did he tell me to do? Because at that point, I was I was so mad that I didn't even want to climb up the rest of the stairs to get in there. I told you to just go ahead <laughs> without me because I was, and I literally was just going to sit on the, the step <laughs> and just not go anywhere. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I think this guy told her if she holds her dress really tight against her leg, she can still walk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like hold it really tight to one side, I think, or on both yeah, sides. Yeah, and, and, and she forgot. can, yeah. So, do not wear flary dresses in strong winds. But, I, <laughs> yeah, I was glad he came to your rescue because I was on the, probably a good 30 feet away when this happened. <laughs> Okay, I I don't know if he assumed she was alone, but uh, I guess he was nice. He was polite. One one last story, and I think this one's like the best one. It's the time that I stole someone's soul. Apparently, no, not apparently. I allegedly stole someone's soul. Yeah, how do you steal someone's soul? I mean, do you just reach into them? I don't know. My uh, dad could tell you about this because he was there. Well, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, you stole someone's soul. Do you, like, ponder up a spell? I don't know. <laughs> I, I wish I knew what this woman was thinking. So when I was 16 years old, I was on a long Greyhound trip up to Washington to visit my dad. And I was traveling with my dad and my younger sister and brother. And um, we were at one of the the bus stations because the bus would make stops at stations to pick people up. So we were taking a bathroom break. When I walked out of the bathroom, this woman with this really concerned look on her face walked right up to me and she goes, excuse me, you have something that belongs to me. And I'm like, what? So, um, so I'm like checking around, like checking my sides and like, okay, I have my purse. It's not her purse. I don't know what she's talking about. And where's my dad? (laughs) I don't know this woman. I don't know what's about to happen. So, um, so I, I told her, I'm sorry. I don't know what you mean. So she pointed her finger at me and she like in this firm voice, she goes, you stole my soul and I want it back. And she was dead serious she was not not she was not laughing she didn't have a smile on her face was saying she was dead serious she seriously accused me at a greyhound station of stealing her soul 
I don't know what uh, I don't know what was going on in her head or or what, but looking back on it, it was it's kind of hilarious. At the time, I was frightened and, and I was so happy when my dad saw what was going on and he got me out of that situation and told her to move on and leave us alone. But um, yeah, I don't know what that was about, but. Uh, apparently I have an extra soul hanging around if you'd like to borrow one, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I've been with you for a while, and I'm starting to believe this lady. I don't know if you have split <laughs> <Whatever>. personality. Because <laughs> sometimes you can be crazy. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so anyone out there... Um, if you would like to borrow, rent, or steal a soul, <laughs> apparently we have an extra one hanging around the house. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's packed apparently. up in a closet somewhere. Somewhere. I'll have to go dig it out for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to ask our listeners, um, has anything creepy or embarrassing ever happened to you on your travels? And if so, we'd love to hear it. You can send us an email at Hello at gotthetravelbug2.com. And I think that email is also in our podcast description. Um, or you can send us a message on social media. Uh, before we end this, um, I think we should do something cool, like do like a, a phrase. I don't know, phrase of the week or, or some kind of phrase to teach people to, um, to learn something new in a different language. What do you think? Sure, we'll probably call it the the new phrase. Or no, let's call it, what's that phrase? What's that phrase? Okay, let's we, try that. We need to like have some kind of music or something <laughs> for that. A drum roll. What's, what's that, that phrase? phrase? Okay, so I'm going to start this week. <clears throat> um, one thing that, one phrase that I used a lot, I remember when we were in Italy, dove il bagno. Do you know what Dove Il Bagno is? That is, where is the bathroom? Correct! Yeah. I remember I used it at some restaurant, and the guy was very impressed that I knew how to ask him where the bathroom was. <laughs> he was like, oh, wow, you know how to ask him to use the bathroom? <laughs> now, I would tell you, maybe you might want to check your Google Translator. Yes. I, I may have mispronounced it. I'm yeah. pretty sure, though. <laughs> It was Dove Il Bagno, because I use that phrase a lot. I'm always looking for a bathroom wherever we travel. That's like the first thing on my mind. And food is also the other thing. Yeah. Um, another thing for our listeners, uh, Jamaica is not always right. Oh, whatever. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. I hope that we didn't bore you. <laughs> next episode of Trips and Travel Tales. We'll see ya. See you, bye. Happy travels. You can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. Check out our website, gotthetravelbug2.com, where you can find links to our social media accounts, more travel tips, and stories. Or send us an email to hello at gotthetravelbug2.com.